Hey everybody, welcome back to Featured Picks. This is episode 11. Uh, this week we're talking incel Uber drivers, once upon a time in Hollywood, and the movie Yesterday. Wrapping it all up with our famous Discover Weekly. Huh, back again, back again, huh? Back again. It's been a hot minute. We are back. A literal hot minute for some. Thomas oh, yeah. sweating. So sweating his ass off. <laughs> sweating over here, man. Over in sunny California. <laughs> Always sunny, and I kind of hate it sometimes because I'd like to yeah. rain. It's, you know, I, I can't. And that's the worst part. I can't complain about the weather because it's beautiful 24-7, but I'd like some rain. I would like a little bit of – the days blend together purely because I'm like – it's looked exactly the same every day that I've left the house. So like, I can't differentiate really for weather. You know, it's like, it's like Alaska where the sun never sets. The yeah. first summer. It's That's just daylight. <laughs> your, your friend grabs your watch and sets you back a couple hours, throws you off. Yep. Suddenly the rest of your year is just all for naught. You're just going to be behind schedule for eternity. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give us a little life update? Mr. Mr. West yeah. coast. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. I got out here June 16th um, and kind of hit the ground running because I just like it was uh, kind of a last minute decision to come out. I was supposed to come out with my brother, but that ended up not working out. He ended up getting a job back home. Um, that was really long. Uh, and so I just was like, cool, I'm going to come out alone. And uh, uh, my roommate Griffin was super cool about it. He let me do kind of a prorated rent. So it was cheaper and made it easier for me to get out here. Um, family and friends discount. Yeah. The Odin the, discount. The Odin, <laughs> the Odin discount, baby. An Odin discount. Even on rent, huh? Wow. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Listen, Especially it, was, on rent. <laughs> it was offered to me. So, you know, I, I'm not going to turn it down. Um, but yeah, I got here and uh, we did a lot. We hiked a lot. We went to the beach a lot. And then after it was weird, the weirdest part about being out here after the second week was that I wasn't going home where I was like, oh, I'm not here on vacation. Like, this is where I'm at. Like, I'm living here now. Um, You're going to say the weirdest part was not recording for about six weeks. <laughs> that's, that's implied. The, the, uh, the break has been um, a real weight on, my, on me for a while. So Look, um, full disclaimer, we did attempt to record earlier than this. We did. Uh, we met, we met some, an incredible amount of technical difficulty. Some like 30 guys. difficulties. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, we, we finally got Skype to work on Tom's yep. end. Uh, it's a blessing. It is. It really is. Thank God for all my get to this episode. <laughs> and then we're done. This, this is, is the final episode. Forever. This is the last all time, time you'll ever hear yeah. from us. All you get. That's um, but yeah, so, you know, first month flew by. Uh, I met a lot of people and I felt like I was just, yeah, it was just a whirlwind of being, having to be social, which I wasn't doing a whole lot of back home. Um, so that was a big adjustment. Cause like I am a social person, but at home it's like, I'm social with a certain group of people and that's it it's not new people yeah boys like i i know them all we got we all we need baby <laughs> that's, that's all you need um and then july rolled around july 4th was um my one of my first like kind of stepping out where uh i wasn't hanging out with my uh like immediate friends that i had out here i reached out to some new people from uh, halt and catch fire actually and i was like yeah hands baby what are you what are you doing for the fourth and they were like um you know we're gonna go to this rooftop in downtown los angeles come and you can see fireworks in a 360 degree view and i was like i'm there so baby 
that was really cool. Um, that was a really fun experience. And like, it was, it's weird being alone because you don't have anybody to really, um, rely on conversation wise. So you kind of have to make conversation with people. I don't know. Um, I'm getting into a lot, but yeah, so did that 4th of July was really fun. Um, kind of disappointed with the new season of stranger things on that note. Um, really? A little bit like Surprising. just, it was, I just, me. I didn't feel, <laughs> I didn't feel fulfilled after the show was done. And I feel like maybe the fourth season will answer a lot of the questions I had. But they do leave you with a lot of questions. And I, 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 would, I would have liked some payoff and I felt like I got minimal payoff um, yeah. is the best way I can put that. But that's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. Um, you know, fast forward through July, have my birthday. Rad came out. That I was did. awesome. Josh didn't fake. <laughs> fake. Um, fake. The fake Josh's ass. He's been working for like 12 hours a day for the past six weeks. Hours. That's got himself crazy. a full time job. Finally. Proud of you. Stacking, stacking bills. Another right. reason why we haven't recorded. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, I'm not home during the week. Um, Josh literally is not home during the week. <laughs> he leaves at 7.30 and he returns at midnight and then the day starts over. <laughs> Until the weekend. And then I sleep till noon. That's it's a, a world life, let me tell you. That's the life that everyone asked for, huh? Amen. I tell you. And then you die. And then you, and die. you die. And that's, that's it. it. That's the best we can do. Oh, man. <laughs> But uh, um, yeah, so I went to go visit Tommy for a little while. Um, he was, you know, in the in the mean streets of Koreatown. That's right. Uh, you no know, farting. fighting off Yakuza members <laughs> and wild dogs. And, I mean, that's just how it is out there. You yeah, know, man, it's that's how it be. That's you how can't it be. Made it this long. I, I can't believe I at home. You know, funny, funny story about while I was there is I was expecting to spend a lot more money than I actually did. Because apparently somebody else's credit card is hooked up to my Lyft account. Did you not figure that out? I, I still don't know who it is. So <laughs> I, I searched everybody who I could possibly think of that would have given me their card for me to use Lyft. And I could not find a single person. And it finally, they must have canceled their credit card on the last day. <laughs> hey, no worries. My final ride, my final ride, I, they, it turned me down. But, you know, I, I probably charged up a good, like... 60 70 bucks and right. I bet, I bet somehow joey gave it to you <laughs> <laughs> just you know <laughs> joey for listening check your credit card history i'd love to hear from you Maybe he already it's, has you know, it's just you're with you're with joey it's like hey man let me let me get your lift for you yeah i oh, got man. it you know just joey's so nice a nice joey's man shout out joey Souza, friend of the show and, i mean that just yeah. sounds like something he would do it That's does. true. But like I looked at my my ride log. Right. And it was never any time where like it was it was for Camp Flogna. And yeah. I reached out to you and Cruz wasn't either of yours. That's right. Uh, and then it like I didn't use Lyft again until I was I was back there. So I, it's, it's a complete mystery to me. Wow. Wow. But uh, speaking of interesting rideshare events. I think you have a little story for us. A nice segue. Wow. Yeah. Uh, man, I've been taking Uber a lot. I don't have a car out here. Um, and Uber out here is really cheap. It's like three, three or four dollars um, for Uber pool. And I'm big, cheap. A big so fan of the Uber pool. I love Uber pool. Like, if, I, I love it because I'm, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'll show up to my destination 20 minutes later, I'll leave 20 minutes earlier and spend half the money it's it's like an uber x would be 15 to go to my friend ben's house but it'd be eight dollars to get there in uber pool and all uber pool is is you get in the car 
people are already either in the car with you or while you're driving, someone says, I need a ride. The guy will stop, you know, alter the route a little bit, pick them up and keep going along the route that we were originally going on. Not that bad. Not that big of a deal. I love it. I for like plebeians or excuse me, all of you social elites that have never used the Uber pool. Before. Yeah, they that's said that's, works. They, said, they said that's an option. <laughs> I'm not using that. Couldn't be me. Um, being totally honest, I enjoy my solitary Uber rides. Unless they start talking to me. That's which, true. I mean, or to themselves. But you never know what you're going to hear. Yeah, I, I all that to say, I've taken a lot of Ubers. This was my longest Uber ride, too. Um my Uber ride there actually was really nice. I had this this lady who uh, was an actress and she was like just uh, complimenting me and was saying, you know, I think you're going to do really great out here. It was just being so nice. Scum she was trying driving. to get a tip, didn't tip her, but gave her a nice little compliment. Scum on the- driving for Uber. I mean, she's, you know, she's taking some time off. Look, Avengers has ended. She's in between. <laughs> times are tough. She's driving for Uber. No, she's oh in that, gosh. she's in that, like, that Hitler movie, that Hitler comedy. Uh, yes. What, what is that? Jojo Rabbit, right? <laughs> what is that? YTT is Hitler. That could yeah. only go poorly. I'm excited to see that. <laughs> I, I really do want to see it. Anyway, I just, sorry, I had a small oh, thought about that, you know. Um, yeah, so, so super nice lady. Uh, we, we connected and stuff. and. Um, so that was great. Got to my friend Johnny's house for his birthday. Shout out Johnny. Uh, graduated with him from Legacy Academy. Uh, that's how we know each other. And now he's out here doing music. He does uh, writing. He like sits in. No, he does um, sessions, which is like where he kind of provides drums or just musical knowledge to whoever needs it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, but no. down. like I said, down to producer. Okay. Um, and then he also writes his own music and he drums for a church called Hillsong United, uh, which is oh, yeah. in like downtown L.A. Uh, I still need to go. Goes. That is I feel like I've heard mentioned the Beebs going. I think to... he goes there. Yeah, he does. Or uh, Mosaic. It's one of the two. Um, but yeah, so he does that. It was his birthday uh, on Friday, this past Friday. Uh, which I mean, it's not going to be this past Friday when this comes out, whatever. Um, it might be. We'll see. Uh, but on Friday, so yeah, I took my Uber up there, hung out with him. We had a great time. We went to a bar called EP and LP, like um, like the records um, and uh-huh. and uh, things like that. It's a little play on words. Very clever. Um, yeah, really cool bar. It's got a rooftop, has a really cool view and all that. I had a great time. Um, came back to Johnny's house, hung out for a bit, and then called my Uber called an uber pool because i'm thinking there's absolutely no way we're gonna pick anybody up tonight like it's you know what i mean like i do uber pool it would have been 16 dollars. it was eight and that's only because it was uber pool shout out uber pool i can only say it so many times um we're not paying full price yeah so i uh i get in the car and you know say hi to the guy whatever it seems totally fine and he just starts zooming the man's driving fast which is already i was like you know, I'll probably get home faster. It was my thought. Um, and uh, <laughs> this man, this man is, is he's got a chip on his shoulder and I can feel it. Like I could just, as soon as I got in the car, he just, I could tell he really needed to get something out. Bad and, vibes uh, in the car. Yeah. It wasn't bad yet. Do what you pay for it. It was just, say. it was just different. And yes, exactly. I was like, you know what? This is what I get for taking an Uber pool home. See, this is bucks. This is the crowd I'm I'm rolling with all, all day. The Uber pool at 3 a.m. Baby, it's a different so kind of hang. He, uh, <laughs> it is a different kind of hang. Um, so he starts uh, just talking. He's like, "Man, I just dropped these girls off, and they were just pissing me off." 
And I was like, what they do like what were they doing and he starts talking and talking and talking and talking about how they were making fun of some guy that was trying to hit on one of them at the bar and he was like i just can't believe like girls could be so manipulative and girls are just boss (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh dude i wish he's driving for uber pool in la (laughs) i for sure would have known because he would have been so far up and his feet would have been like down by the pedals you know he would have had his booster seat on the driver's (laughs) side (laughs) if you mention his height at all he stops the car and you have to get out he has like a 2.9 rating (laughs) for the uninitiated uh please go ahead and do yourself a favor and look up the bagel boss on youtube it's (laughs) This guy who's like he's five foot tall, even maybe right? less. Honestly, it's hard to tell. And he is picking a fight with some like six foot two guy in a store with everybody. And he is just going off about how he has been persecuted his whole life for being five feet tall. And it's 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 hilarious. It's sad, it but it is hilarious. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite the watch. He's turned it into a career for himself. So well, you, you know, have to as you do these days when you have a meltdown in a public place that's filmed. I'm hoping to have one soon. I, I'm actually going to go ahead and orchestrate one um, for myself to try and help get us some podcast <laughs> coming, coming soon. <laughs> coming soon have, Brad's I, have a feet pick shirt on just <laughs> melting down. breakdown i'll be covered in the stickers <laughs> just, just head to toe completely nude with stickers all over you anyway um, yeah so so he starts talking about these girls at the bar that were at a bar that he picked up and he was like you know it's just like girls just do that like they're just they're just so manipulative and they push guys to the edge and then and then guys might do something crazy or, or you know, that's out of their control, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> Some big incel vibes. I was like, uh, yeah, OK. Um, <laughs> just say yes until you get to where you need to go. Yeah, Don't exactly. kill me. <laughs> I, I re- so I, I recorded the whole uh, a, a portion of the conversation because it was that bizarre. Like we, I got in the car and I started recording a minute in because I was like, I this is going to be something. I have no idea where it's going, but I know I need to record it. And you can hear me just go like, he'll say something like I'll get to it, but he'll say like, yeah. And he like killed this girl and this is how he killed her. And then he explains this whole thing. And then it's silent. And you just hear me go. Oh yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Not getting the Really trying to shut it down. So anyway, he's talking about these girls at the bar. He gets over that and then he starts talking. He goes, you know, man, like I, I've dated girls like I, I've dated some uh, I've dated like some hot chicks. And I, I need to also set the, t- the scene for you guys, because um, imagine he seemed pretty short, uh, kind of a bigger dude. He had uh, a long goatee and he had like really, really thick um, silver, like pointed earrings, you know, like the, the really edgy looking ones that are hooks like like. Uh, I don't know how to describe it, but just imagine like what I told Brad was just imagine a 4chan user, like an average 4chan (laughs) user literally is what he is. On a scale of one to 10, how puby was his beard? (laughs) It was, it was, the only thing was that he had facial hair wise was his goatee. It was, oh, was it braided? No, it wasn't braided, thank God, but like. No beads in it? Man. I mean, just already. I, I did a lot of hot chicks. I looked some tens. I looked at him and I was like, I can tell that you are on 4chan a lot. And, and I, I just can tell. Um, did you ask him what his favorite message board was? He, so, okay. he. No, I did not. He gets into, um, 
he goes, yeah, well, you know, and the craziest part is this girl, and I'm refraining from crazy. This man swore a lot. Like, he was pissed off. There was this girl recently that was murdered, um, and her name was Julia something. She's referred to as an e-girl who uh, was brutally, I mean, brutally murdered. Like, it was a really serious thing. And it happened probably, uh, probably I think, in June. Um, and... He was going on and on and on and relating it back to his own feelings where he's going, yeah, like, you know, she just kept messing with these guys. And, and the story is the 17 year old girl was blackmailing men for uh, like pictures and um, she would send them pictures and then, you know, things would happen with them. And then she would blackmail them and get either drugs or money. And that was like her thing. And according to my Uber driver, her mistake was that she just so happened to piss off the wrong guy. And the dude killed her, like killed her with a knife, stabbed her in the neck. Um, And he's just my Uber driver is going on and on and on about how she shouldn't have done that. And like, like, that's just that's just how girls are, just like the girls at the bar. And I was like, dude, nice victim shaming. I I immediately transition. My hand subconsciously is like sliding towards the handle, like just. Just, just making sure I'm good, you know. Like, looking. Do at I need to do a tuck and roll if I start I defending like, this woman? Been, yeah, I was like, I, I'm just gonna keep saying, yeah, sure, I'm sure, whatever, because right. I don't want to start anything. Like, I'm not trying. I don't. I would love to defend this girl, but I also would like to make it home. You know what I mean? SOS <laughs> on the on the phone. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. sending that send that text to all my friends here in LA, being like, Yo, can you come pick me up? This guy's crazy. <laughs> um, that's a, that's a real leap to go from. Oh, her mistake was getting murdered. That was, you know, that one's on her. Huge mistake. Yeah, Yeah, he's, you know, and he, I could tell that this guy was, just had some baggage. I could tell that he had his heart broken and he, it shows, like, it just shows. Um, He's, he goes, there's a, there's a really great uh, clip in the audio that I recorded where he goes, you know, you know, experts say like, heartbreak is like the worst thing you can go through. Like, it's like, (laughs) It's like for men, it's like the hardest, like most painful thing you can ever go through. Being heartbroken is probably one of the worst things for guys to go through. Mentally, mentally, it's 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 they, they say it's the worst pain that you can endure. Yeah. So yeah, like, and and, and dude, there was plenty of like receipts on yeah. the internet of her doing this shit to other people, to other dudes. Yeah just crazy that is crazy he definitely reblogged that on his nine out of, tumblr nine out of ten uh, doctors recommend this article <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i i really i would love to play the audio at some point we'll we'll put it in uh somewhere in there because i really would like to put his description of her being killed was intense oh, no. <laughs> and, and I, I genuinely like i was i was also a little tipsy after the party and like it kind of like I started to get kind of a gag reflex when he was talking about the way that she was killed. Very. Um, dramatic, I don't even know if we want it on the show, but it was just a lot. Um, <laughs> we'll it, we'll put in a little clip of him well, uh, of him ranting. Guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll hear so you just you gotta hear his voice. As soon as you hear his voice, you'll understand like the <laughs> whole story. I that murdered her was not an incel orbiter like everybody keeps saying he was. He was not. They yeah. were dating. They were having sex. She friend zoned him. It was like playing games with him, like fucking with his head, doing what she does to every fucking guy. I hate this fucking story. Doing what she was doing to every fucking guy. And this time she did, she fucked with somebody so unstable that he snapped. 
That's why um, you heard. Man, you know just happened. The guy. I bet they sold out of that girl's the e girls bathwater. Bath <laughs> I wasn't able to get the what's her name? Bell Bell Bell. Bell, 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 Bell. Bell. I bet her bathwater sold out before he could get some. <laughs> he's he's so waiting he's for the restart. Kind of he's, yeah. he's pissed. Um, and then you know it was <laughs> it was funny too because once we once we stopped talking about this girl that was killed, um, he made this really like emotional transition into. Uh, he was like, "Man, I'm just not making any money tonight." And I was like, "Dude, that sucks. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, get that tip after all uh, that." Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, well, I'm was in like, the pool, so you're not getting a tip out of me. <laughs> I don't know what you expected, man. He was like, yeah, I can't. You know, he straight up He straight up was like, yeah, man, Uber Pool just does not pay as much. And I was like, yeah, man, that sucks, but I'm straight the point, bro. Yeah, that's kind of why I'm here. Kind of why I'm here. Um, and I uh, was talking about how he loved to take a beach day and, like, drive his van, I guess, that he has up to the beach. And I was like, with no windows, it's completely painted white. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It looks just like all the vans you see, like that people get abducted from. Um, but it's totally not, uh, totally not that. But yeah, it, it was just, it was a really weird experience because I was really like, you know, this dude's the worst. And then he started talking about just how like crappy his situation and his life was. And I was like, dude, I kind of feel for you, but like I really shouldn't because you're kind of a not a great dude. crazy person yeah, I'm a crazy guy um that's a he, lot to lay on somebody at 3 a.m after they're coming back from a party it's i and like i said i could just tell that it was all building up and he dropped the girls off picked me up and it all came out no matter what i said it was gonna come out you know what i mean um, just, just the mere sight of a woman induce rage into this man's heart. <laughs> it kind of did, I think. Like, like I think it did. People are uh, scary, man. People are scary. They're checking on these Uber background checks. Yeah, there needs yeah. to be like a button that just says, <laughs> my driver is likely to commit murder in the name of an incel. My driver is an incel. <laughs> That sounds like a like a I shouldn't be alive story title. <laughs> it's a rating option. My Uber driver was an incel tier. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all that to say, he uh, he you know we pulled up and he just was like, "Thanks for talking to me. Um, I really appreciate it." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> man, that tonight. Didn't yeah, have choice. I'm really glad that I could be there for you." <laughs> That's a lot. That's um, a lot to handle. Glad you're alive. Glad I'm alive. I, you know, I was. So that next I, year cool. <laughs> I, I ended up getting home at like four fifteen, and and so I mean, I wasn't about to just have anybody like awake. Um, Georgia friends would be awake. It'd be like seven eight a.m. there. So uh, unfortunately, you'd yeah. be up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it would be. What you said? You'd well, come so back on Saturday. Oh no no no. Uh, no, no, no 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 no. Yeah, you, you can hit me at about one or two <laughs> safely Georgia time. Give you a call when I'm nice and dead. <laughs> leave a voicemail we'll get to it look man i don't know what we're gonna do from the east coast to help you out with right, that one yeah I, I, there's no way we got uh, shooters out there <laughs> but yeah that was just i'm looking forward to more of those because i know they're coming and you know there's never a dull moment with la uber drivers because no. they always have some sort of like ulterior motive going on oh yeah Dude. like Today, I don't mean to take over again, but man, no, go ahead. back from work today, I was just trying to get home and this dude, first of all, he's telling me about his app, which is a kind of a cool idea. It's called Chip In. Steal it. It's called Chip In. 
And he uh, basically what it is, is it's like you can send money to people for things, but it's it's for it's Venmo, but it's for something. It always has to have a purpose of where the money's going. So like you have you can pull a McDonald's in the menu and you can purchase everything there or like send them the amount of money they would need. Right. And what that does is so like for instance, some moms feel like they send their kids college money and they spend it all on alcohol. That's probably true. Um, but if they send them, if they send them McDonald's money or if they send them Papa John's money or Publix money, they have oh, to they just send an online gift card. They, okay. You could. Yeah. But again, the online gift card is not really, this is like more convenient. I mean, if you send me Publix money, I to go buy whatever I want at Publix. <laughs> right, exactly. I could, I could, I could, I could buy a bag at Publix. I could buy, I guess, a, uh, I guess they, light and some Cheetos. Well, then you got a little, it's like, you have a little bit more. I don't even know. You have more control over where it's going, which is the point of the app, which is not a bad idea. Um, he, he got your damn children, right? I tell you, he was telling me like, he's got Wells, the president of Wells Fargo is behind him and is like, like not funding it, but he's overseeing it. Um, he's going to steal it. This is what I mean. That's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, here's 20 bucks, idiot. And you're going to see a commercial like. Oh, Wells Fargo chip in, (laughs) not chip in now with Wells Fargo (laughs) on the Wells Fargo app. He's going to have nothing to do with it. He's left in the dust at school. The money they need to. Get the right products that you support. Wells oh, Fargo chip in. Um, Available yeah. on the App Store. So he just is talking my ear off about that. Drives all the way around my block one time. Misses, <laughs> misses the turn. So that he, he did it so he could continue to explain to me about his app. And I was like, I don't care. I have nothing to offer you. Like, when you're ready to tuck and roll again. Because he, he was telling me about how he was like, you know, you never really know, like, who you talk to and who you bring things up to because they might be able to help you. And I was like, yeah, that's true. And in, and in my head, in my head, I'm like, I have nothing to offer you. So I, I you can stop, you can stop pitching to me. Like, it's okay. Like I got nothing. I'm, I'm just a I'm, guy. I'm taking an Uber pool, man. I don't, I don't have I'm 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 an Uber pool. I'm not some Silicon Valley guy. I, <laughs> I, I think you can tell. I think as a general rule, just don't pitch to Uber pool uh, passengers because they're not going to have anything to offer you. It's not Shark Tank in there. No, it's oh, no. not. We're that's not going to in the back of the Uber pool. It felt like like ten minute pitch or like something <laughs> just like I felt like I was on a show where I was supposed to be pitched in like seven some minutes. GoPros like in the back of the headdress. He's gauging your reaction <laughs> with every word he says. I'm just so unamused. Like just try like literally had just gotten off a six hour shift. Like just trying to go home, and he's like, "Man, um, but yeah, um, I'm sure I'll uh, I'll have more stories for you guys this summer." Oh, yeah. There was that one guy when I was visiting who tried to pitch us his book that he had written, oh. and it was a new take on Romeo and Juliet. Oh, but it, I uh, totally forgot about that. Because we don't have enough of those already. Oh, yeah. But it, it involved the vampires oh. and demons. Yeah, dude, it was intense. Yeah, missed the window by about 10 years on that. He could have really knocked it out of the park if he hit that Twilight era. I'm going to say, Romeo and Juliet was the last standing uh, Romeo and Juliet spinoff we should have had. That's when you know that the horse has been beaten so hard that it turns into a fine paste on the ground. And it's ready for glue. It's exactly. when gnomes in Romeo and Juliet. Yes. I think they even made a sequel, but that's I'm the sure point. they did. I have one last tiny mini story before we move on about Uber. Same exact day, right? So really? No, right. Okay. <laughs> I get back so, in. So, <laughs> I get back in the car. Of it. I was interested. Um, so I took an Uber to Johnny's place. Johnny and I took an Uber to EP and LP, the bar that we went to. And our Uber driver was this really big black dude, like super cool. And we're driving down. Um, so Johnny lives with his uncle and his uncle's a very uh, successful dude. 
Weird Al Yankovic is his neighbor. And we also saw Keanu Reeves' house, which is pretty cool. Um, no. And there, there were literally security guards standing yeah, outside. Yeah, like, when are they coming on the pod? That, I'll let you know. I'll let you. I stuck a big sticker on the security guard and ran. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, are, there's, so there's a lot of construction going on on this hill. It's, it's near Beverly Hills. And so there's always houses being built and stuff. And there was this outhouse. And he pulls up to the outhouse. And he goes, yeah, you guys mind if I, like, like take a leak real quick? And I kind of looked at Johnny. And I was like, I mean, and he's already getting out of the car. And he, we didn't <laughs> like, What's happening? <laughs> like, he's like halfway out the door. This the keys the in there. And goes, yo, you guys cool with me? Okay, cool. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Bye. And he like goes into this outhouse, and Johnny and I are sitting in his running car, and he's <laughs> like, just goes in peace, gets back in the car, goes, Whew, I really needed that. Thanks, yeah, guys. Hey, Appreciate it. And we were like 17 Toyota Camry. <laughs> we were like, we were like, we didn't even give you <laughs> permission, but okay, yeah, fine. Um, anyway, super cool dude. Um, love Uber drivers out in LA. There are a million of them. So good for some stories. Yep. Well, man, we uh, another great segue. Yeah, we had a, a new film release recently, Blockbuster, the ninth film by Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The end uh, of an era. I don't mean to brag, but me and Thomas actually walked by the premiere, the red carpet premieres. They were setting it up. It was very cool. Uh, they were putting up a bunch of like the fake movie posters from the movie, and like they had the old car that uh, Leo's character drives and the caddy. The yeah, caddy. We can post uh, them. We'll, we'll post them on our Instagram or something. We'll, uh, we'll do it. for the fans. Maybe we'll see. We'll see if we'll let you guys have that one. We'll see. We'll we'll tease you a little bit. Um, but yeah, so this was probably my most anticipated movie of the year, maybe even more than Avengers. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, Avengers kind of just. Once you get the fifteenth movie in like two years, you kind of start to care a little less each time. Yeah, the you know the first Avengers was like you know kind of crazy, explosive, like never been done before thing. But now you're kind of like, all right, it's time for it's like it's time for a break. By the last one, I was like, literally kill all of them. I don't care. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Indeed, me as well. It's the the premise for anybody who's unfamiliar is uh, it kind of follows uh, Leo and, and Brad's characters. And Leo is kind of this washed up actor who's trying to kind of find his next big break uh, on the scene. We should yeah. say uh, we're not doing any spoilers. Right. Yeah. So we're going to try and keep this as generic as possible and as spoiler free as possible. I haven't seen it. I don't want spoilers. Future I'm sure spoilers will be avoided. But I mean, you got to talk about it a little bit. Nothing that you can't see from like the previews, maybe per se, yeah, in terms right. of plot points. <laughs> you'll be all right. I can't uh, promise that for later when <laughs> when I'm talking about my thing, but that's... Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, so it follows Leo. He's kind of this washed up actor, and he's he is like an old like Western kind of TV show actor, and he's trying to find his next big role. Rick Dalton. Rick Dalton. Uh, and then you have Cliff, who is played by Brad Pitt, um, and he plays uh, Rick Dalton's stuntman. And it's kind of about their misadventures uh, throughout uh, Hollywood. Is they're, it the, they're, they're kind of like each other's only friend, really. Seemingly so, yeah. And then you have Margot Robbie, of course, who plays Sharon Tate. Stunning. Uh, stunning and brilliant. What a surprise. No surprise. Um, but yeah, and so she is actually um, Rick Dalton's neighbor. Yep. Um, and so... There's not very much overlap between the two storylines, but in as in 
true Tarantino fashion, there's kind of multiple storylines all going on at the same time yep. that eventually mm-hmm. intersect. Yep. Um, and the plot for this is is very loose compared to a lot of his other movies. Like you have something like Inglorious Bastards, where you know the plot is so the Jewish soldiers plan to kill Hitler, mm-hmm. and that's kind of well established from the beginning. But this it, it kind of takes some turns, and you're almost kind of left wondering where it's going by the end of it. It's more like a character involved, like right. storyline wise. It's just like following exactly people. it really is just kind of once upon a time like it's almost like a brief insight into these people's lives and careers and kind of just like a very finite window of following them throughout their cool. their adventures um and of course you have you know it's it's you have some historical events and there you have the manson family shows up um you got Obviously, Sharon Tate, who's a real person, Cliff and Rick Dalton, of course, are fictional people. Uh, but um, and they also have Roman Polanski, of course, her husband, uh, notorious Hollywood director. Um, but yeah, I would say it's it's mostly carried by Leo and Brad's performances and the writing, I think, are probably the two most defining. Some, some great comedy in there. I heard, uh, I heard it was a lot of um, like a lot of in the car a lot of like like you're in the same spot a lot of the time is what i heard yeah there's there's some kind of overlapping set pieces yeah there's a lot of driving scenes a lot of scenes where set. leo's on set yeah yeah it's it really is like tarantino's huge tribute to old school hollywood mm-hmm. like he captures the you know aesthetic of the the strip and and all the cars and everything and the clothes yeah. it's all perfectly done to where you don't even question that it's like, oh, well, this is obviously the, is it the 60s or 70s? I think 70s. 70s, I should know that. Yeah. Pretty sure but, 70s. Yeah, but um, I would say probably the most well, standout. No, hold on. Oh. I, I think, think it was 70s. I think it's 60s because the Charles Manson. Yeah, was Manson running around? It was the Beatles White Album came out in the 60s. And Hopefully that was the one that prompted charles manson to uh, incite the race war obviously <laughs> from listening to that album he was apparently not very successful in doing so not quite but so i think it was 60s but again okay not 69. 69. nice right right in between um but yeah definitely very carried by the dialogue i think like the banter between leo and brad is so well done mm-hmm. um obviously tarantino kind of prides himself uh, in his writing and his, you know, character creation. And that really shows here because that's really all you focus on. The whole movie is kind of these yeah. characters and their personalities and how they interact with each other. That's cool. Uh, which is very cool. But I would say in terms of like, if we're ranking it in Tarantino's list, I don't know how many you've seen, Tom. I know, Josh, I know you've seen, have you seen all of them? I think the only one I haven't seen is... There's probably like one of the like first couple I, mean, yeah. I haven't seen, but I think I've seen pretty much all of them at this point. Okay. What about you, Tom? Uh, I've seen a few. I've seen like probably I've seen I'm on the lesser side for sure. I've seen like three. Yeah. Or okay. I would probably put it like above Hateful Eight and Reservoir Dogs and the Kill Bills. But I would probably put it below like Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards and maybe Django. Hmm. I would put above it. 
So it's kind of sandwiched in the middle there, I guess, for me. I, and I, I haven't seen Jackie Brown, I think, is the only one that I haven't seen from Tarantino. Jackie Brown's pretty good. That's, it's definitely high on my to-watch What's list. What's the other one? What's the one I'm not thinking of? I think it's the one I haven't seen. Um, I don't know. I guess I am missing one, right? Because this There's is his ninth. Two Kill Bills. Yep. Glorious Bastards. Yep. Jackie Brown. Reservoir Dogs. Hollywood. Um, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Django. Django. We're missing one. Do we say? Hold on. <laughs> this uh, is going to bother me now. <laughs> I'm just going to jump on Google. Uh, do, do a start quick talking, number crunch. Start talking. Um, say anyways. Um, yeah, and it's just the soundtrack, too, is really great. Every time they're in the car, you know, the radio's on, and they're playing some great 1969 song. Oh, yes. Um, speaking of, Josh, I know you I, wanted to throw this in there. I just I want to play a sample, a quick sample of a song from there because I hadn't heard this cover before and it was I listened to it like 15 times <laughs> that night after I saw the movie. So here is a, a quick a quick snippet of California Dreamin' by Jose Feliciano. Enjoy. I went for a was a cover of California Dreamin' by Jose Feliciano. Is that right? Indeed. A great song. I didn't know there was a Jose Feliciano cover, but I'm glad. Who's it originally by? The Mamas and the Papas. The Mamas and the Papas. Oh, I know them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're great. I know them. They did um, that song from the first trailer, I think, of Hollywood, right? The one with the super chunky bass line. I don't remember. Maybe. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Anyways, uh, that's just one of many good songs. Um, I also wanted to mention, so we were joking for probably like three or four weeks before this movie even came out. We were like, oh, Quentin Tarantino, he's just going to have like a ton of like tracking shots of people's feet walking around. Mm-hmm. And sure <laughs> enough, there were more shots of people's feet in that movie than we even joked about. Like a lot of feet. <laughs> There were a lot of like dirty feet, dirty bare feet a couple times. He's not afraid to just go for it, I guess. It's like, is this really the moment where we need to explore that? Yeah, maybe we I don't know. Maybe we just save that for another time. But, uh, you know, here on on Feet Picks, we'd be remiss to not mention it. I mean, we love feet here on Feet Picks, obviously. (laughs) That's why we named it that. I mean, gotta have the feet. Gotta have him. Very relieved when Quentin uh, decided to go that yeah, route. For yeah, sure. um, but yeah, um, it really. The I'll say one more thing about it, but it's kind of like you almost forget that it's a Tarantino movie until probably that final act, because um, it doesn't have a lot of like the action elements that you typically find in his movies. Again, this is almost more of like a comedy than anything else. I would go in kind of with that mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't be expecting a lot of action or anything. Um, But, but the limited action that you get is very, very Tarantino. It's very nice. (laughs) You can definitely tell, especially that it's Tarantino in those sections. Um, But yeah, I, I liked it so much. I've even, I've seen it twice now. So I would see it again. I would see it again. Thomas, 
get your get your butt of the theater. I know. I know. You're in Hollywood. Guy, you have to go see. Take it. an Uber pool. <laughs> Maybe uh, invite catch, the driver in with you. Catch a matinee. See if he'll pay for my ticket. <laughs> you just need to make sure he's not a crazy incel, and then you can invite him in. That's uh, a, I realize now I have to make that distinct, uh, yeah, distinction between. You gotta watch out. They they look just like anybody else. Well, that's I guess that's not necessarily sometimes true. Sometimes they look exactly like they do. In fact, a lot of times you can <laughs> spot them just just on like a profile shot. Yep. Yeah, um, that's just how it is sometimes. That's how it is. That's really yeah. how it be. Yeah, so we do. Speaking of movies that we should see, I've got one for you. Banging out these transitions. Brad's on it today. Brad's on it today. I'm on one. I've been honing my transition (laughs) abilities during the break. I haven't been sitting here idly. I mean, he's just been making up fake topics and connecting them together for weeks now. Yeah, Josh has moved in, so he can just hear me on the bottom floor, and I'm just going, so anyways, now that we're done talking about that, and it's just me there's, alone. The microphone room. is put away. The computers are off. <laughs> I'm just staring at myself in the mirror. There's, there's a lone lamp on in the room. <laughs> but anyway, we'll jump in here uh, to my topic. What are we talking about, Josh? Um, it's the movie Yesterday. Um, brief preface, because I'm coming in with a heavy amount of bias here. Again, I don't expect everyone to enjoy the film as much as I did. You are a very long-time fan. Indeed. Um, It goes back to driving to um, pre-K with my dad. (laughs) This does go a long time back. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. He, He made his own cassette tapes of his favorite Beatles songs. Nice. And we listened to those. The Jeffrey Mix. What were that, the what Austin were the and Van Halen were the other two that we listened to. And Stevie Ray Vaughan. Nice. What were the Beatles highlights that it were his favorites? Do you remember? I mean, I'm sure oh, there were some deep tracks in there. Oh, yeah. um, gosh, let me we'll get we'll go back to that. I I just okay, actually I'll I'll go quickly to a playlist that I know that some of them and I'll recognize them immediately. Yeah. So yeah, so we have Pre-K me, jamming out. <laughs> As you do. Then you have oh. me in like first grade with my CD player on the bus listening to that uh, Greatest Hits CD, the red one with the, with the, number the, apple or with the yellow yeah. number one on it. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one was was big. Um, I listened to that a lot. I'm my little CD player with the headphones. The walk baby. Yeah. For all you, for all you <laughs> Zoomers out for there. For all the Zoomers that only know life with an iPod. That was you, a little before. We used to have CD players that we would carry around, and if you didn't hold them right, yeah, they, they would, would skip. skip. But yeah. sometimes it was fun to do it on purpose on the bus. Do a little DJ action. Yeah, a I mean, mix. you know how that goes. Um, so we have a couple just... Obla di Obla die was definitely on my dad's <laughs> custom mix. That's a bold one. Yeah, that is, that is a Blackbird bold. was on there. Yeah, of course. More iconic. Yeah. Um, Eleanor Rigby. Classic. Penny Lane. Eight Days a Week definitely was on there. Hard Day's Night was on there. Mm-hmm. Revolution. No shocker so far. Just a, a you know a brief little cover there for you, but it was probably a double sided cassette tape. I don't oh, know how many songs are on a cassette. It's four. Been... <laughs> no, it was more than that. It was more than that. Four. It was multiple cassettes. Anyway, then after that, third grade rolls around. Oh snap! Move schools. Oh. Then I get my Beatles haircut phase. <laughs> I had the bangs. No I like way. That I kind of started the bangs trend back, uh, back in third grade. I think that was forty years too late on the Beatles. Haircut yeah, but trend. I mean, yeah. I still, I loved it. That uh, we Sean were the two Beatles stands. We need, we need pictures of that for our, you know, 
out for our episode post. That will be I'll, I'll do some. I'll do some uh, some diving in the archives. Yeah, yeah. Some, uh, a little deep dive for us. <laughs> yeah, so it it goes back a good ways. Um, hey, and now you've got uh, yes, I made an irresponsible purchase. <laughs> <laughs> He's spending that overtime money, baby. <laughs> I I only spent overtime money, so I don't feel bad. Yeah, I, I did buy a guitar that I'm not good enough to play, <laughs> and it. It's basically the one George Harrison plays, not the exact one because those it's are thousands. Those are thousands of dollars, but it's the same brand and style. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I've been looking at pictures of this thing for ten years. I'm just gonna do it. You know yeah. what? I walked in. I'm eating dinner at 11:30 at night. Yeah, you it's, know? A, it's a frozen California pizza kitchen pizza. I got an alert. Someone else had it in the cart, and that's when I that's when I popped. There you go. I need it. But the rest is history. <laughs> it was used. I, I wasn't crazy. Nothing she crazy. Gently used, though. Gently oh, used. Almost course. new. Mint condition. Like new. Like new. Um. Oh, even there's even more lore wow. before we jump even in. Deep, wow. There's Josh even deeper lore. lore. So I have a cousin, Nate. Uh, you guys kind of know him a little bit just from stories. When my aunt was pregnant with Nate, multiple times I petitioned her to name him George Harrison Havrilla. <laughs> And I was serious. So George Harrison was your favorite Beatle? Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. All right. He was. He it wasn't was. Ringo? Was not Ringo. He was last. Yeah. Typically. John and Paul were probably tied for me at second. I don't I don't really have wow. a... But George snuck out. He was the... It's a hot take. I don't know what it was. Maybe I maybe I like to be unique, you know? Go yeah. for the third Everybody most famous Beatle. you know, John and... Exactly. Gotta get to the other two. I think that's all my pre-movie lore I could go into. Yeah. So for for those who aren't aware, give us give us a quick premise of this movie. Quick premise. It's at its core, it's like a romantic comedy. Okay. But I wouldn't say that it's that's not the point of the movie. You and Jay going to see the rom com together. Me and Jay went to see the rom com. <laughs> us and a bunch of moms and our ICs. <laughs> um, you know how that goes. Uh, so the, the the brief premise before I go a little more into detail, I will be dropping spoilers, but oh. it's it's Your necessary. The spoiler warning is here again. Not the type of movie that you're really just kind of watching. Like it's not like the new Nolan movie or yeah. the new Tarantino. Like it's not it's not the spoilers are not heavy. <laughs> they like will not impact your enjoyment of the no. movie. So the brief premise is struggling musician and. That's played by Himesh Patel. Mm-hmm. And then we have Lily James playing the band manager and love interest throughout uh-huh. the throughout the movie. So when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, Beatles movie. Oh, I'm Lily bad. James is in it. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm seeing this. So that's how I got there. Pretty there easy go. story. Um, directed by Danny Boyle. For those of you who don't know, he directed Slumdog Millionaire. Nice. Train Spotting, 127 Hours. Just to beloved, name a few. Beloved director. So we have this kind of worldwide power outage slash act of God, if you will. They, happening. They don't go into heavy detail on this event because it's just not what the movie's about. The, the implications of the power outage in terms it's, of geopolitical conflict was not addressed. It was not addressed at all. The world power shift after <laughs> after the after the blackout. The fall of the United States government was not touched on. Uh, but that will be in the sequel, I think. Uh, yeah, for sure. So it 
it wasn't only the Beatles that were wiped from history, right? Oh, okay. so it kind of helps. That helps the understanding of the situation a little bit. Was Slipknot still there at least? I hope so. They didn't quite cover that. <laughs> so what we do know is missing. Coca Cola is gone, and this that's one, a heavy loss. This one's just. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so there's one moment they're on a plane, right? And he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll have a Coke. I'll have Coke." And she's like, "Excuse me." And he's like, "Oh, uh, uh, Pepsi. Yeah, Pepsi." So, like, <laughs> um, so it. From like the ones I remember being gone was the Beatles, Coca Cola. There's a few others I think they mentioned, but one was Oasis, the band. Oh <laughs> no! A little, as a little Indian kid, he was he was singing the Wonderwall for like the talent yeah. show or something when he was like <laughs> eight or something like that. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I did appreciate that we did not go into detail too much about the actual incident because that's. It takes away from like what's fun about the movie. I suppose. Yeah, right. Because like, well, then the, we went through a black hole and came out and warped time. And it's you, like, uh, you have to, you, like, you, it's one of those movies you have to buy into, I feel like. Take and it for what it is. Just, it's, just sit yeah, down and enjoy it and don't nitpick about it because otherwise you're not going to enjoy it, I imagine. You have to read the graphic novel that they released yeah. as the backstory uh, yeah. after <laughs> the fact. A lot of moving parts. Uh, <laughs> The cinematic universe, the yesterday cinematic universe. <laughs> so he gets power goes out. He gets hit by a bus because he's riding his bike. <laughs> it is pitch black. Power goes out everywhere. Like car lights go out. Like everything goes out. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, yeah. Hit by a bus. He's making a bunch of like Beatles references. Like as you do. When casually. You hit by a bus. Casually to his friends. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Here comes the sun. And like <laughs> no, <laughs> as he's walking towards the light. <laughs> no, it was like, OK, it's like. It was a quote from when I'm 64, when he's in the hospital, because I was taking care of him. He's like, will you still feed me when I'm 64? Whatever. Something like that. Anyway, he just keeps making little tiny things like that. And people are like, what are you talking about? Like, stop. A real Beatles head in the year 2019. I mean, if you're a musician in England, probably are. I suppose that's true. I forgot it takes place in England. It does. It helps kind of tie in. But his friends get him a guitar. It's a Martin. So they didn't cheap out. Very nice guitar. Some good friends. Yeah. <laughs> when you buy me my Martin. Yeah, pretty soon. After this podcast takes off. <laughs> after we have a quick <laughs> moment to talk about Quip toothbrushes. <laughs> <laughs> Only takes one AAA battery to get the clean, fresh feel of a dentist's office. Leave your charger at home. <laughs> so he starts to play them the song Yesterday by the Beatles, which if you'd never heard that song before and you're just like, your friend starts kind of playing and you're like, what what the hell? It's a little beyond your pay grade, guys. What's going yeah. on? So I guess now we'll just kind of play a quick little snippet because you know keep the trend going. The fans, you've been so grateful, thirsty for content, thirsty for content. We're gonna give you a little quick little snippet from one of the best songs ever made, and that's "Yesterday" by the Beatles. Penny. Have a listen. Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away Now it looks as though they're here to stay Oh, I believe in yesterday Suddenly I'm not half the man I used to be There's a shadow hanging over me Oh, yesterday came suddenly so eventually he (laughs) he, that was penny lane by thomas lane Lane by thomas so he decides basically he's gonna try to kind of pass the beatles music off as his own to see if it's him that's the problem because obviously the songs are you know so he's a plagiarist yeah 
it gets that's part of the the whole plot. Really. Oh, that's, you know what? I thought it was much more of a passion project than like a let me see if I can like pass it off. Well, well. eventually maybe it will become. I will see. Okay, Ooh. I see. I see. I see. But I do love where your where your head's at here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Eventually, he starts playing them in bars and like no one really cares. And then he gets this one like viral video. And then it gets a little, you know, kind of you start to get into like movie movie magic kind of starts coming in. Mm-hmm. But again, at this point, you you don't care. You're just like, whatever. Right. Give me, you know, give me the next Beatles song, baby. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we got Ed Sheeran shows up, which I'm an Ed Sheeran hater previously, but oh. he did great in this movie. OK, cool. I, I gained some new respect. Honestly, for Ed Sheeran. I, watched, I watched a documentary on Ed Sheeran. Like it's called The Songwriters something and it's all about him as a songwriter that dude's talented i i'm like i i totally like i it changed my view on him he's a cool dude i feel like he definitely had some some good some good moments in this movie now was his cameo in this better than his game of thrones cameo um right on par (laughs) yes it was pretty bad (laughs) it really took you out of the film (laughs) i didn't think he was that bad just because he was so like ugly and his hair was so bad that he looked like he belonged in he looked like he belonged to like (laughs) a lannister troop (laughs) oh man but anyway so viral video ed sheeran calls him was like wow man heard that song crazy that was awesome right wild ed sheeran like shows up at his house and is like hey my opener pulled out for this little segment of my tour. Can you come last minute? Which it not realistic, but at the same time, if you're going to get him on that stage that quickly, that something like that needs to happen. Right. Right. Um, so he plays their first show is in Russia of all places. <laughs> and he plays the song back in the USSR. Um, pretty controversial famous. for, for modern like, day. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if the police there would be so happy. Yeah. With, whatever. But yeah. So basically the story goes, he tells Ed Sheeran that he wrote the song on the plane on the way over. Uh, so him and Ed Sheeran have like a sing off writing, like a write off at the end of the show, like, like backstage, you know, only yeah. friends and stuff there. Um, and he plays Ed Sheeran's song that he made up was actually not horrible. I mean, it was a little an original corny. for the, I think for so. the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. His was actually pretty decent for like, you know, a 30 second song right. he made up like in 10 minutes or whatever. And then, uh, Himesh Patel or Jack Malik is his character name. Jack Malik didn't love his name, but you know, sounds not, like an action hero type thing. Um, he he starts playing the long and winding road on the piano, <laughs> the, the, busting out the every, big guns. Everybody just kind of, every kind of just stops and like here and just like we're not having a vote. You won, like that's <laughs> it. <laughs> and that kind of helps just really just increase his celebrity at right then because yeah. people were talking about that and um, get a lot of buzz a lot of buzz um yeah then he just kind of gets in that internal struggle of like do i tell people i'm living a lie like at this point like you know because i'm getting what i want but no nah, baby get that check i mean you know it's like how would you even explain that exactly <laughs> technically hey, he, gets, that, like, becomes, he becomes paranoid like that people are gonna find out <laughs> there's no way but there is a way. Oh, but not really. Okay, so in the trailer we see this like he's on Corden, right? We see this yeah. in the trailer, and you see bare feet and another guy walk out, and that's obviously for the uneducated listeners. That is the Abbey Road album cover. Paul is barefoot, and then the other person is perceived to be Ringo. They walk like kind of out, mm-hmm. and you just see the back of their legs. That's all like a dream, like a nightmare. Oh, okay. So oh, you don't yeah. actually, that doesn't actually happen. A little red herring. But I think he was on Corden actually in the movie. It's hard to remember, but. So we don't get that far. But we do 
there's a guy in the crowd in Russia of all places that's like, he's like, what? Hold on. <laughs> I, I know this song. <laughs> what the hell is this? And that just, he like starts, he like goes back to his house because there's a brief moment at the beginning where the Jack Mallet character's like Googling, Googling like the Beatles and it comes up with like a bug and stuff. He's like, right. John Paul George Ringo comes up with like Pope John Paul, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah. He's like, what's going on? So that Russian guy has a similar kind of moment at his own house. Okay. He's Googling and he keeps getting things like that. Um, so you have that guy. And then there's this other woman from the UK. And they seem to be the only like three people that have any memory of them whatsoever. Right. So again, that part is, I liked that element that it wasn't just him. Yeah. I felt like that was like interesting. Not more believable, but more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So the lady sees him walking around in Liverpool like she's, um, <laughs> oi, you're oi. a liar. Oi, bruv. <laughs> oi, bruv. Stealing the Beatles songs. I'll, I'll see you there, bruv. <laughs> yeah, she sees, he's at the gravestone of Eleanor Rigby, honestly, like trying to remember lyrics because mm. there's no records of anything. Like, right. his like vinyl collection, the B section is just missing. Like, they're gone from history. It's not like there's oh, like okay. any, yeah. So he's like, I mean, there's some like, not easy to remember lyrics that he's trying to piece yeah, together because there's you know, a lot kinda, a lot of them are like from their surroundings like if you walk yeah. you can kind of follow the path of some of the songs to get mm-hmm. the lyrics and stuff he's at strawberry field he's at yeah. penny lane or whatever like it doesn't help that they have like hundreds and hundreds of songs <laughs> too that you would have yeah. to remember it's it's not easy to remember um even for me i if i'm singing along to it i probably oh, yeah. Yeah, I, know, I can probably hit about 95 percent of it if I'm just thinking of it, that's tough. It's not easy. And he's doing the music along with it, which is really tough to remember. Like, I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, this is this part becomes a little more controversial with fans. I really enjoyed it myself. Like the, the future thing of what I'm going to talk about. OK, there is these two these two fans kind of are like guiding him now. They're like, hey, we need the like we want everyone else to know this music because it's so important for us, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like we support you, whatever you decide to do. Basically okay. is what they come to. Um, so they give him like they're like, hey, go see this guy, right? Yeah. He lives out by the sea. Go give him a talk. They pull up to the house, and it's John Lennon is alive in this oh. world. <laughs> what? And it was crazy. I like my mouth dropped. I was like, what is going? And it was it's not CGI. It's this actor. That looks exactly like you would picture a 78 year old John Lennon to look like. Really? Yeah. But I I read somewhere that they did not actually credit the actor himself or whatever, like in the credits, like it's kind of up in the air who it is. Okay, so it's supposed to be like like a British guy, some British guy crazy though i was like that's pretty wild because he's just kind of talking about him he's like you know i live a happy fulfilled life you know and the i like read some Can't interview my wife until the <laughs> ripe old age of 78 yeah um so i read some stuff from like the director and the writers and they were like we wanted this to be as respectful as possible we didn't kind of go into too many things yeah um but basically he's <laughs> <Does> Yoko <laughs> show up at all? there's there's no wife mentioned by name anywhere okay. so we don't know who or what he's with or anything okay. like that but he's basically just like i don't know that was, you know that was, that was fun it was done tastefully it was tastefully okay. done i would definitely say it was tastefully done basically um after he talks with john lennon he kind of has this like epiphany where he's like all right i need to kind of come clean gotcha 
way um, heavy on the conscience. Because, I mean, John Lennon has no idea what he's talking about. So, he's, so John Lennon doesn't remember the Beatles? No, because they they just never happened. That's why he's alive. Uh, oh, oh, okay. It's like they were never that. happened So it's all. not like it just erases the memories. It right. kind of rewrites like never history. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So basically there's a quote where John's like, tell the truth to everyone you know, blah, blah, blah. Like that type of thing. Just about something else completely. He has no idea what this guy's talking right. about. He's just like, oh, this guy just showed up at my door and it's like, very happy to see me and like i have no idea who he is yeah keeps going blah blah blah. <laughs> kind of trying to carry it on um he ed sheeran's playing at wembley stadium which is a huge soccer stadium in england mm-hmm. concerts there all the time um and he comes out he's like he's not opening for ed sheeran here he's like hey ed mind if i come play a few songs at the end <laughs> or whatever in between whatever and he's like sure yes, why not he comes in. We have our big rom-com moment. Oh, uh, all this time. Him and Ed. Uh, him and that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lily James, or I think she's like Ellie is her name or something like that. Yeah, Ellie, whatever. Like, oh, yes, we must be whatever, you know, rom-com yeah. ending. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get, let's see. He, because like a lot of the time it's, there's like the record company is like just super just awful to him. They're and always, everyone, yeah, yeah, the villains. Yeah, and I thought that was a, it was a fun part at the end. He chooses like he's on the stage and he's like, "All right, so and so backstage is gonna upload all this music for free to everybody because everybody needs to hear this or whatever." Yeah, and then he just basically walks off the stage and goes back to being a teacher. Nice. Wow, it was fun. Quite the story. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Obviously, I would enjoy it. But, I mean, if you even like them somewhat, I think you'd like it. It's fun to watch. So in terms of Beatles movies, do you rank this above or below <laughs> Yellow Submarine and Strawberry Fields? Oh, well, no, it's Help is my favorite. Help. Okay, of course. It, it's definitely below Help because I love that movie. Was Strawberry Fields, which one did we watch? I don't know if, no, we watched Help. Help, okay. I don't know if Strawberry Fields is a movie or not. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm thinking it should of something be. different. It's a great name. That would be a great one. Help is the movie that I force everyone to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was this better than help <laughs> it, probably but to me help, the authenticity of help. help is just like it's like an hour and a half long music video where they just had an unlimited budget and would just go around and be like literally one scene they were like we want to go to the bahamas write this into the script and they had to do it <laughs> because yeah. it's the beatles telling you to you know you don't so just, just turn the beatles they're down. just riding bikes through the bahamas because yeah. they they could i tell you I love that movie. But anyway, so one little parting, uh, you know, wisdom here. I did read an interview with from the director and, you know, he said they've they've spoken with like the actual families, like throughout the entire process of like the people, you know, and they've all been like very supportive of like the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. um, I know Ringo and George Harrison's wife were fans of the movie. Very nice. I know Paul was very supportive of the movie and approved the name yesterday Yeah, for the movie because I think he wrote it. So I think he has like the ownership probably yeah. of it. From everything I've heard, Paul is just like the nicest man on the oh, planet. Yeah. And he'd just be like, that's great, guys. Go ahead and put it on the silver oh, screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another uh, thing from my bias, my first concert I saw was Paul McCartney. I forgot to mention Damn. that. The- Where do you go <laughs> from there? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that just, that was in fourth grade, I think. Starting early. So that just really, you know, Take take everything I say with a grain of salt about my enjoyment of the movie, but I think the the average 
musical fan will still appreciate for what it is. It's fun. There's some funny moments in that movie. I'll yeah. say. I for sure feel like oh, I'm sorry. Keep no. Go ahead. No, no. I've been talking uh, for. <laughs> I for sure feel like it's a movie. I I might not see it in theaters, but I am interested enough to go out and like rent it or something and like you know go like I will watch it. I feel like it's pretty interesting. It seems like a cool concept. Right. Exactly. And yeah. it's there's some there's like his roadie is this guy. At first, I thought it was the guy Danger Mouse who was in uh, Broken Bells with James oh, yeah. Mercer. It's not him. Okay. He looks so much like him. It's the guy from you remember in Game of Thrones in Marine, the like the the like little I don't know the <laughs> word envoy is the right word or not. The, the guy who emissary. would talk emissary like between the masters and Khaleesi, the guy with like the kind of afro and beard. Yeah, he's oh, the so. he's the roadie. OK, and he's hilarious in this movie. Like there's some funny moments in there I was not expecting. So very interesting. Definitely some some calm in the rom-com oh, for sure. Heavy on the calm. Heavy on the calm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> More calm, less rom. So, yeah. Um. Again, if you're, you know, maybe you don't like the Beatles so much, but maybe, maybe you're wrong. Maybe you're obviously wrong because it's been like, you know, been pretty well 60 years yeah. of undisputed dominance on the top i mean you could be wrong but if you you know you like the beatles and you don't know where to start maybe you're kind of interested in learning more um my personal spotify page i've i've <laughs> compiled a playlist for myself but if you'd like to listen i put some of my favorite um hits and deep tracks in there um i would love to listen to that actually yeah it's called the long and winding road Classic. is the playlist love name that. love that so yeah just check it out if you if you're interested and you want to get a little more beatles knowledge before you dive into the full catalog <laughs> it's a good place to start oh yes and uh speaking of good places to start on spotify oh, wow. um i guess it's time for the discover weekly portion the of much anticipated show. return discover weekly we so we've we've mulled around the idea of going on Fiverr and trying oh, to find very somebody excited at this possibility with like a radio voice to do us some sweet segues. So be on the lookout for that in the future. And I'm really, really interested in getting one of the celebrity endorsement um, via like, cameo, via cameo, like Chumley saying that he's <laughs> listening to feedback. That's <laughs> like, worth every dollar. Yeah. My only gripe with that is how many times can you listen to Chumley say welcome to, <laughs> welcome to Phoenix? When does it lose its allure? Probably on the second time. But the first time, I think you'd laugh. I have to. Anyways, be on the lookout for some beautiful. I'm Rick Harrison, moments. and you're listening to Featured Picks. You never know what's going to come through that door. <laughs> that is true. Something that, like that. That's I pretty, think that would get the listeners. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll start it off. We got our Discover Weekly portion, as we always do. Um, we update it every episode we release. I don't want to say every week because we don't really. Our schedule's weird right now. We're all over the place. Uh, my song is called Forever Mine by Andra Day. Uh, she is a soul R&B type artist. Um, this, song, this song is one of her more popular ones. But she, for one, is a really good writer. I like the way that she um gets her thoughts out and i really like this song specifically because she kind of talks about how uh it's like everything has been said in a song i feel like there's nothing more to say i love you i hope you love me i hope you'll be forever mine and um yeah so we'll, we'll give it a listen we'll, we'll give you guys a little taste of it this is forever mine by andrew day my heart has been a chessboard making moves and losing 
Forever Mine by Andra Day. Like I said, big fan of the song. Um, so many of these lines are quotable. Even just the first two, my heart has been a chessboard making moves and losing out. Played so many times before and there ain't nothing to brag about. I mean, Damn. That's, that's, those are the first four opening lines. Like that's that, girl. Just, just <laughs> killer. Someone must have really hurt this girl. I bet she drives Ubers now. Yeah, I bet, I bet this is a very similar kind of heartbreak that our incel Uber driver friend. He used to know how to express himself. She uh, just doesn't have the, the grace. She wrote this. She did this song rather than going on Uber and just venting to everyone that has to be in the car with her. <laughs> Instead of forcing it upon somebody <laughs> in an angry rant. She's like, maybe I'll put some piano behind that. Maybe oh I'll make God. it pleasant pleasant to listen to and actually maybe like a little poetic instead of just an angry. There's, <laughs> another, line. There's another line in the song. She says, you had to jimmy my heart loose. Now I'm stuck in your voodoo. Wow. Oh, man, wow. that's cool. Stop. That's really cool. doing that voodoo on them like that? That's real cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it other than that. I just think the writing on this song is awesome. Um, and it's just, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a cool, you know, I feel like it's a pretty generally popular sound. Um, yeah, yeah check it out. She's great. Um, check out our playlist. Yeah. We're going to be having a new playlist for season two, season two That's time, right. yeah. clean slate, Archi- archiving season one. Oh yeah. It's It'll as is. There. Don't you the worry. Books. It's locked up. Um, but so we'll share uh, our new playlist via Instagram um, at featured picks. We'll release it along with our next episode. Yeah. Which you wouldn't know because <laughs> you would have been listening to the next episode. Yeah. But that's beside the point. That's all right. Uh, who? Uh, I don't remember who is next, but I I'm think I'm up check. next. Um, yeah. So this is by uh, a group that I'm sure we're all familiar with. Uh, Arctic Monkeys. Oh, um, yeah. but this is from their very first album actually came back out came out in 2006 titled whatever people say i am that's what i'm not a little lengthy yeah. on the album title back but, when uh, 10 years old this one came out yes that's when i started listening what? no it's not <laughs> um, you sure much like everybody else i started listening to them when am came out uh Weird. which is a very good album. I like it a lot. My favorite. Um, but it's pretty much the only one that I feel like people are actually familiar with from them. Like even it's, they had a most recent another. What recent was the release. what was the big radio hit off that album? Uh, do I want to know? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that song is still good. Why does slam when your highs from that album as well? What's yeah, that? it is. Yeah, when you're high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, knee socks is another Knee-Sox. great one from there. Yeah. Snap out of it. It's a sna- oh, track. I mean, that's a great album. Yeah. That was the first only album, the first and only album that I have uh, allegedly may or may not have that I've been accused of accused of pirating on Pirate Bay. (laughs) And it was worth every time, every second, every penny, every penny that I didn't spend was worth it. 
Yeah. I saw them live, so that spent more money. Well, at a festival, so they didn't kind of get kind of. Well, I mean, kind of some. They got money from me, but not really. You see them in Midtown? Yeah, back in the day, like 2013 or 14. Nice. 14. So you're an old head. Yeah, you're I'm an old, old head. I'm, old a, I'm, a, I'm head. an Arctic Monkey stan back in the 2014. Yeah. Eight years after their debut. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, uh, they have this whole, they have like four or five albums that came out before AM that are all really great, too, that nobody that's, knows about. That's my problem is I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I'm never just like, oh, I want to listen to the rest. I do that with every band. Yeah, I'm like, why would I not like the other music? That right. So what's interesting is all of their old stuff is a lot more kind of like punk ish than that makes sense. Like their AM is, is kind of pretty standard like rock, right? Like mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty straightforward rock. Uh, but their old stuff is a lot more punk. Um, and it's I, I think it's a lot more energetic and has a little more personality than AM because AM there a lot of the delivery Again, I still love AM. Why you only call me when you're high? <laughs> but, yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you. A lot of it is very kind of like, it can be very deadpan and like straightforward though. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the delivery on some of the older stuff is kind of a lot more energetic from good old Alex Turner, uh, the lead singer. I believe is his name. Don't quote me that on sounds that. Right. I'm like 99% sure, but I didn't. I won't dispute it. it. I didn't check the wiki immediately before the show don't come for our necks on this one um but yeah so this one is called marty bum by arctic monkeys To get things off the ground It was up, up and away Oh, but it's very hard to remember that On a day like today When you're all argumentative And you've got the face on And yeah, I'm sorry So that was Marty Bum by Arctic Monkeys. Uh, I had to look up the term. It's apparently slang for somebody who is like in a bad mood. A very English phrase. Call me a Marty Bum. You Marty Bum? Oh, yeah? A little bit of a Marty Bum Hi, this bro. morning. Um, but yeah, so it's it kind of is just about uh, this relationship that he's in. He's trying to remember like the good times while they're bickering with each other and in a fight. Um not, not the most uplifting message, perhaps, but uh, that's not why you listen to rock and roll. Of course not. Um, but yeah, very good song by Arctic Monkeys. I would recommend anybody who likes AM go back and the other old stuff. Is that on the chance. album that's like gray with like the yellow windows and no different one? It's but different it, it's one. like black and white and there's uh, somebody's face is on the front of it. Gotcha. Yeah. But good track. Yeah, uh, at least I think so. You, you both could hate it. I don't know, but you'll never know. <laughs> you'll never tell me. Uh, anywho, Josh, you want to bring us on home? Take us I'd home. love to. My track this week is a song called Turntable by a band called Dead Horses. Now, what decade is this from? Josh? Surprisingly enough, this is a 2018 release. Wow. I'm kind of coming out of my shell a little bit here. Wow. 
Wow. Even though it sounds like old school folk music, um, <laughs> it's not the it's point. It's still got the same sound. It's it's a fun it's a fun little song. It's got you know some little mandolin in there, I think, and some nice guitar finger picking. Always a recipe for me to enjoy a song. Oh yes. Um. So I guess just we'll jump in real quick. It's a song called "Turntable" by Dead Horses. Enjoy. In the arms of a lover, in the arms of your son. You lay your breath heavy on out anyone Won't you see for a while, won't you rest yourself You know it ain't such a shame to have lost yourself You know it ain't such a shame to have lost yourself So that was Turntable by Dead Horses off the 2018 album My Mother the Moon. Oh, it's a very spiritual. I really enjoyed the album, actually. Um, it, it does. I was there's consistency, but there's also if you don't quite like the twangy, you know, bluegrassy folk sound like from that was, you know, the majority of that song. There's other songs in there that are a little more modern sounding okay. that I think people could enjoy. So if you don't hate me, listen to the album. If you do hate me, you have to listen to that part of the song. So if you like the other stuff that Josh has recommended, this is for you. If you're one of the three people in the world that still <laughs> listens to the same things as me, then I think you'll really enjoy that song. Yes, it's um, a very, very niche podcast. It's got, you know, your traditional folk lyrics and, you know, just it's fun to listen to. Yeah. The band is actually from uh, Wisconsin. Whoa, it's a little duel, a little duel from Wisconsin. Ah, jeez, all the way from Wisconsin, huh? <laughs> Hello, Wisconsin. There it is. And I sold that. I've been show watching show. nothing but that '70s show for the past <laughs> month. Totally unrelated. <laughs> so I just unrelated. I found out later they're from Wisconsin and just showed me that it was meant to be. I guess so. A beautiful transition, if you will. Yeah, I mean that's all I got really. I mean, you can the song will speak for itself when you listen to the full thing on our. Uh, Spotify playlist for season two available nice. most likely in the Instagram bio. Oh yes, and what is that Instagram handle, Joshua? It's uh, it's at featured picks. That's F E A T U R E D P I C K S. I wasn't looking at anything, so I had to. Ooh, wow, a lot was... of vowels in play there. A lot of vowels. Hey man, that's what happens when you get to hour twenty four of recording. That's uh, right. But anywho, Tom, any parting thoughts before we before we get out of here? You know, I'm just happy to be here. You know. <laughs> Aren't we Along all? for the ride? <laughs> Aren't we all? Well, anyways, gang. Um, as per usual, if you have any featured picks that you want us uh, to talk about on the show, send it to us on Instagram or shoot us a text message. Because if you're listening, you probably know us. Um, pretty solid chance, unless you're our Scandinavian or Italy listeners, which we'd still love to hear from. Ciao them. bella, ciao bella. We'd <laughs> and good morning. What, what do they say in Scandinavian? Oh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, I don't one. mean to offend. Uh, I love the Scandinavians. I think that was a slur. I think that was a Scandinavian was that a, slur. Was that a slur. Yeah, I think. Do we need to censor that? We might just put a put a bleep over that. <laughs> the, the sponsors are not going to like that. Oh my god. Uh, anywho, this has been Brad, Josh, and Tom. Featured picks, episode eleven. 
Season two, baby. We made it. The big leagues. Can't we made it. I can't believe it. How far we've come. Right. You see us now. (laughs) They'd be disappointed. They'd be disappointed for sure. Anywho, love ya. Mean it. Mwah. Mwah.